0: Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. I'm Richard. I'm Stephen, and today we're
1: picking up where we left off last week because I was losing my goddamn mind editing that last episode, and I think we have some unresolved questions to answer. goddammit. it!
0: <laughs> I, you know what i I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a pretty chill listen. I thought everything resolved with a nice, pretty bow on the end, um, summed up by our good friend Emily Dickinson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. But I I think we stumbled upon some differences of opinion, and I'm going to try to not come off too angry so I don't get committed by my caseworker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's such an awkward conversation this week. It was, dude, I hate that shit so much where they're like, so how angry are you? (laughs) (laughs) Try to underplay, like... Are we talking like
0: what, what, what's the scale, like, uh, Big Bird to Killdozer? Like, what are we talking here?
1: <laughs> Dude, Killdozer. We have to revisit that.
0: We already. have to. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Such a maniac.
1: So, real quick, we, we do have a lot of really cool murders we could look at this week. <laughs> mm. A lot of brutality and wild stuff, but I think, more importantly, there's been some major cultural developments this last week, such as Shaq releasing his new metal song.
0: Hell yeah, he did.
1: (laughs) With the drowning pool bodies at the floor sample.
0: Fuck yeah, man. Welcome Uh, back to the music scene, Shaq Diesel.
1: Oh my God. I mean, it's crazy that that was honestly better than half of the music coming out these days, but...
0: (laughs) You know what's fucked up? (laughs) It's it's probably also his, his voice, but his delivery as well remind me of reminding me of um Buster Rhymes
1: a little bit uh, you could tell there was a ton of audio engineering done on him oh like, i'm sure they made him sound good for sure
0: there was something i read or I, I i might have watched it but that it was um other rappers that like and it's like Shaq's old albums was like, he had a lot of features and they were like, say what you will about Shaq in his, his rap career. <laughs> he wrote all of his own shit. Oh yeah. And it's like, that's fucking dope. Like he, he's a celebrity at that point then. And like, he could have hired someone to do whatever, but like. Counts for something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then also Giuliani was uh finally caught selling pardons. That's gonna be really interesting how that shakes out. Even though they yeah, they've, they've he, known that for a long time, but it's finally coming to a head.
0: Isn't he also on trial for some or he's being S- sued for sexual assault or something?
1: It, there's another sex abuse civil suit by people that worked for him. And I mm. believe some women that didn't work for him, so that he has multiple sex abuse civil cases that are also beginning. But supposedly the people have known that Trump and him had been selling these pardons. Like at towards the end of his term in office, they were selling all kinds of them. But supposedly they have proof now that they were selling for approximately two million and Trump would take a mill, Giuliani would take a mill, and they have proof of that now, supposedly. Damn. Allegedly supposedly. so Yeah, he's facing potential criminal charges for that. And then there's also a new video game. I think it's been out for like a month or two. But you get to play as a cat in a sci-fi dystopia.
0: Yeah, I've heard very good things about that game. It looks
1: beautiful. You get to take little naps and scratch carpets. (laughs) Looks
0: really fun. Sounds pretty fucking cool. Uh, Stray. Stray is what it's called.
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to... That's one I would never actually play, but I will probably enjoy watching Sarah play. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But first, let's get to the more important matters, such as ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> How was your week?
0: <laughs> What's most important here? <laughs> Us. Um, I am doing good. Um, I I think my depression has finally uh been been cured. Um, oh nice. I, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I did some uh I did some housework the other day. Uh it mm. was pretty cool. Uh found, you know, I I had the, the moment of like cleaning out a bunch of old shit and like finding cool shit from a long time ago. I'm going to I will be, I will be sharing that picture uh, on Instagram soon.
1: Did you look at all those photographs? Did you have a Nickelback moment?
0: I did. I did have a Nickelback moment. Those are good. Through. Actually, I found a um, one of those collage kind of like frame things where like you're supposed to put in like a bunch of pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I realized I don't. I know I have some like printed photos somewhere, but I I don't have that many of them. Yeah, it's like I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna put in this. I guess you know like family pictures. I guess, but like. I need to get some. <laughs> it's
1: the, the classic problem of the modern mail.
0: Yeah. Not, it, <laughs> yeah. They, like, fun. all the pictures are in my phone. Like, I got, <laughs> I got to send an order over to Walgreens or something.
1: <laughs> they give you the shittiest quality, like, semi gloss photos that fucking suck and are like mismatched on the paper and
0: shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hook me up, Walgreens. So, just fuck me right up, dog.
1: <laughs> so, normally, for me to work out it, depression i have to use amphetamines or heavy stimulants what What was mm. the trick
0: um i don't know i woke up one day and it was my day off um it was a sudden kind of out of nowhere day off and i realized i could rest today and Thinks, it would feel good things but, might be okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> but if i clean my 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 house and like get all my shit together then i will i will rest easier in the coming days and weeks,
1: well, you know Jordan Peterson always says, "Yeah, you have to make your bed and get your house in order." So, yeah,
0: Jordan Peterson can go fuck himself, Doctor Jordy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Jordy, jo- Jordy LaForge
1: Jordy. No, you know,
0: I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna confuse in people's heads, Jordy uh, LaForge and Jordan Peterson. I've no idea who that is. Jordy LaForge is a Star Trek character. Played by the guy who hosted Reading Rainbow. Oh, um, what was his name? Jafar? Uh, no, that's the villain from fucking Aladdin, uh, LeVar Burton. Jafar Burdenson? <laughs> yeah. J- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> Reading Rainbow, hosted by <laughs> the Jordan villain Peterson. from Aladdin. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, man.
0: See, I'm I'm doing okay. <laughs> How are
1: you? I'm doing okay too. I uh I was actually supposed to have a surgery tomorrow and uh long long story short is that I'm fairly positive at this point. I just have had like an aggravated repeat movement muscle injury mm. and I figured the surgery at this point wouldn't be quite worth going in my guts and exploring around so instead i have four days off in a row from work which i have not had in three years which is really nice so
0: feeling good yeah that's pretty fucking wild man you on that you're company man now
1: yeah it's just schedule surgeries and then don't go through with them to get time off work
0: <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> pro tip <laughs>
1: yeah so doing all right just uh Working on art and uh, this podcast stuff. We had a really good month with the podcast. That's so been cool, and just trying to trying to write, which hasn't been going great. But just you know, staying in my head and out of my head as much as possible.
0: How's how's that novel coming?
1: Very slow, man. I'm so stuck because I'm I'm at the the meat of it where I really like if I was really gonna take it seriously, I need like a couple of weeks to like sit down and write every day. Like I was doing the write a paragraph every night kind of deal for like Mm -hmm. six months a year. And then now I'm at the point where I I need to like map out like plot events and like really figure out the best way to do it. And I think that's kind of where an amateur writer departs from like a, a professional writer where like, I, I I've never figured out how to get to that next stage and write something long form and i really would have to buckle down, you know. Yeah. But i'm not giving up on it. I definitely wanna grind through it, but it's kind of it's on the it's simmering on the back burner trying to figure out wh- where to take this this uh, uh uh sarcastic sadistic character, you know.
0: Yeah. I I've, I've been considering i'm i'm going to be getting into it eventually, i hope i follow through with it writing some things of my own i'm working yes. on a i have a little nebulous idea for a uh, D campaign setting mm-hmm. i've never wanted to dm before but i had a thought and i don't want to share it because the only what, what i have is like the ending so
1: that's where <laughs> <like, or> you're <laughs> supposed to start with the with writing like that that is Well, good, I'm on the right path. (laughs) A lot of writers say that. Like, you can't really start writing a story unless you know how it ends. Unless there's, like, a meta reason you shouldn't know how it ends. Mm -hmm. Then you're kind of supposed to start with your ending in mind and then plan for every event throughout the story to lead you to that moment. Like, all your dialogue, all your character's decisions should ultimately be, like, directed towards getting you to that ending. Yeah, There's that book the I always butcher the name, The Hero with a Thousand Faces or whatever. And it's like the the book on the classic uh hero's journey. It's like the definitive uh, like guide on how to write a hero character and every character, even if they're an anti-hero, it goes through this same archetype or very similar archetype of like Starting with a a burden, getting over it, to slope downwards to the climax, like it, it's it's really interesting, but it's it's so much harder than it seems to write well. Especially, I, I really struggle with dialogue.
0: I I found that to be true. I have never you know uh, read through that, but I I me you know you've we've all seen and read media. So you kind of know how that story kind of goes. And my first D and D character had so much lore and back story before, like, like within the first couple of sessions, like I didn't really have too much planned out beforehand, but I had a little bit. And then we expounded on it. Like I mentally expounded on it to give him more flavor and like, why is he choosing making these choices? Why is he acting the way he does, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And now, when I make characters for D anD D, it's like it's it's just Job from Arrested Development, and his, he does shitty illusion magic, <laughs> or you know, uh, it's a, a fucking dragon sorcerer named Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh man, you're killing me! <laughs> it's it's the it, you know it's because it's more fun to try to figure that out or you know have those. Pitfalls be part of the story As you make it kind of thing Like I realize you can do that now
1: Motivations, dreams Yeah those deeper things of like What a Imaginary character would actually Feel as a person Mm -hmm. Tricky Uh, It's nice for what I'm trying to write I have a real person To model off of that is like A a cartoonish Like (laughs) like joke of a human being and like how how much of a character they are. It makes it really easy to model off of. Nice. Yeah. So, should we get into it?
0: Uh yeah, let's do it. So so while
1: I was editing the last episode, right? Cuz I'm listening over like we're having the con- we're planning the conversation. That I mean that one was kind of like off the cuff. But we're planning conversations, then we're having them, and then I'm often editing them are always editing them but then depending on like how intriguing it was to me and it's normally the more difficult conversations i'm often often listening to it again so while one of those playthroughs particularly while editing it clicked in my head like all at once and it was when you said it was when you said the line like something to the effect of we can't control what happens? We only control how we react to it, how right. we respond to events and shit. And it clicked that you're actually a true stoic, and I'm a more of a true satanist. You're more of a Marcus Aurelius, and I'm more of a, a Nietzsche.
0: Type Which cat. is interesting because I've never heard of um, being how? being a stoic.
1: You've th- all right, So right now we're kind of like. It's a nice time for it, whatever, but Stokes like really having a comeback. Like it's yeah, a really, really I just big deal um,
0: right now. Right after you sent that to me, I saw uh, Philosophy Tube just put out a video.
1: Yeah, I, it. I have. So we kind of endorsed Philosophy Tube at one point. I, they've done a bunch of dumb things I didn't know about, and oh really. It kinda not not bad, but just like lame. but I still enjoy some of the new content, but some like some of their stoic video, I thought sucked, but some of it was good. It's just a mixed bag. I'm just not like full positive on it anymore. But yeah, Sto- stoicism, you know Marcus Aurelius meditations, I've like tried to read meditations multiple times and I get frustrated really quickly each time but I I don't know why it never clicked for me that you basically are are a modern stoic that's kind of your deal and I I always like I, I'm always drawn to stoic archetypes like the 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 monk the uh like the samurai even has some of that vibe right mm-hmm. like they're always so appealing to me but I have never I disagree with a lot of it, but I'm drawn to it. And I think you fit that really well. And I definitely deviate into more uh like Nietzsche Satanism realm.
0: It's it's interesting you bring up the samurai because actually part of the when I was coming around to the idea of the, the dirtball thing. Part of that was during a time when I was really into the, the like ancient Japanese thing of like traditional stuff. Mostly I was looking at like diet. I was just trying mm. to do different diet shit and i was like ginger. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a decent <laughs> amount of that. Um, like w- what do I like just to try to mix it up to give myself something interesting to like eat on a regular basis. Mm. And I, got into a lot of like historical stuff and uh looking more into samurai shit which I've always been a fan of and like always they like, love the 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 beauty of the the armor and the some of the ritual stuff but like Absolutely. one of the things I learned was they have like to be a samurai you have to be be like okay like I- accept your own death yeah. as you're as you're alive you have to like walk around with an acceptance of like you could die any minute yeah and like i i don't live like that per se but it's it's i that got me into thinking like more of the like what's how insignificant you are to the grand scheme that like you could be wiped off immediately kind of thing so I, I just thought that was interesting you brought that up because I never really paired the two together like that and it, uh, I, until you said that.
1: I think that's why we have such a good yin-yang because I, I feel like I'm just the opposite side of the coin while I may be super drawn to stoicism and the philosophies that go with that, the, like the idea of like having a strict code of or a Bushido code and not letting things phase you, only reacting and... It's really tempting to me, but I think I hate it. And that <laughs> I I want, on the other side of the coin, I want the infinite power. Even, like, I, I think it's almost the same thing, like the same path, but it diverges. So, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Satanist theory or LeVay and Satanism. And I, I think we haven't talked much on Stoicism. And it feels like, it feels like this is so clearly something you would be drawn to, so I, I think we have to touch on it a bit today. And then I can prove why it's wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, leave it to Steven to set up set up a, a an elaborate plan just to prove that he's right.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's really just a difference on, on approach. Like I have um, a Sapuku. Tattoo I'd probably saying that wrong, but i
0: it's it I mean it's right he just Americanized the shit out of it, yeah and,
1: and the the guy's writing in blood death before dishonor, and that it's something I was like, you know, I'm so drawn to that type of thinking, and then it's been years since I got that now I fuck death before dishonor, fuck honor, fuck stoicism and re- I want to aggressively react to things I want to passionately oppose things I don't want to I don't want to be the water that moves around the rocks I want to be the rock that shatters the water so it's I think it's really just a difference in personality and and an opinion on approach just like we I've used this example before like just how some people are like oh you know Malcolm X was terrible because he was too violent or uh, MLK wasn't as effective because he was too passive i think it's just an approach thing like you need right, both yeah. ends of the expect the spectrum you need passive peacefulness and you need aggressive assertiveness or whatever so, it's The balance yeah exactly so do you want to kick us off getting into it we're not going to go too deep into this but i think it's some cool ideas to play with and then we can kind of see how it all shakes out with us for
0: sure Stoicism was one of the dominant philosophical systems of the Hellenistic period. The name derives from a known porch in Athens, decorated with mural paintings, where the first generation of Stoic philosophers congregated and lectured. The school of thought founded there long outlived the physical Athenian porch and notably enjoyed continued popularity in the Roman period and beyond. This entry introduces the main doctrines and arguments of the three parts of Stoic philosophy, physics, logic, and ethics— emphasizing their interlocking structure."
1: Some say the Stoics believe that the meaning or purpose of life is the pursuit of wisdom. Alongside
0: Aristotelian
1: ethics, the Stoic tradition forms one of the major founding approaches to virtue ethics. The Stoics are especially known for teaching that virtue is the only good for human beings and that external things such as health, wealth, and pleasure are not good or bad in themselves, but have value as Material for virtue to act upon many Stoics such as Seneca and epicus, epicus emphasized e- that epic Epictetus.
0: Epictetus,
1: Epictetus emphasized <laughs> that because quote virtue is sufficient for happiness a sage would be emotionally resilient to misfortune the Stoics also held that certain destructive emotions Resulted from errors of judgment, and they believed people should aim to maintain a will that is in accordance with nature. Because of this, the Stoics thought the best indication of an individual's philosophy was not what a person said, but how the person behaved. To live a good life, one had to understand the rules of the natural order, since they believed everything was rooted in nature, wisdom, and virtue. First and foremost, rather than
0: seeking pleasure or tranquility, Quote, "...philosophy does not promise to secure anything external for man, otherwise it would be admitting something that lies beyond its proper subject matter. For as the material of the carpenter is wood, and that of the statuary is bronze, so the subject matter of the art of living is each person's own life." End quote from Epictetus.
1: The Stoics provided a unified account of the world, constructed from ideals of logic, physics, and naturalistic ethics. Of these, they emphasize ethics as the main focus of human knowledge, though their logical theories were of more interest for later philosophers.
0: Stoicism teaches the development of self-control and fortitude as a means of overcoming destructive emotions. The philosophy holds that becoming a clear and unbiased thinker allows one to understand the universal reason. Stoicism's primary aspect involves improving the individual's ethical and moral well-being. Virtue consists in a will... That is in agreement with nature. This principle also applies to the realm of interpersonal relationships. Quote, to be free from anger, envy, and jealousy, and to accept even slaves as equals of other men, because all men alike are products of nature.
1: The Stoic ethic espouses a deterministic perspective. In regard to those who lack Stoic virtue, Clinthians once opinion that a wicked man is, quote, like a dog tied to a cart and compelled to go wherever it goes a stoic of virtue by contrast would amend his will to suit the world and remain in the words of epictetus <laughs> quote, "sick and yet happy in peril and yet happy dying and yet happy in exile and happy in disgrace and happy" end quote. thus positing a completely autonomous individual will and at the same time, a universe that is a rigidly deterministic single whole. This viewpoint was later described as classical pantheism. So, real quick, there's a ton of other stuff that goes into Stoicism. Logos is really big, the universal reason. There's also ideas of like energy transference and all kinds of other stuff. And I think a lot of Stoicism gets kind of modernized or manipulated to only to only hold the best parts of it best yeah. Inc- yeah. like the idea of being fortified and uh stoic in nature and only react to the things you control all those parts i think kind of is the distilled stuff but there is a ton of other bullshit but i think at its most pure you fit that archetype or strive to fit a lot of the archetypes of of stoicism
0: yeah i mean i it's it's philosophy not religion right so like all of that the extra bullshit you know like you can sum that up to the just the lack of you know uh uh, information about the universe and the world back then sure so to to take that away and common day and you know modern shit is that's fine it's it's cool it's not like oh you're cherry picking from it it's like we learned a new thing and. Adapted to it, but yeah, no, I I do feel, I do feel very, you know, close to this. I, I like, I don't know. I I think the idea of, I think I've mentioned before the, the, the thing of balance, the, the mo the motif of balance in my life has been something noticeable. And it might be because as someone who is, um, very not into astrology, I do have to live with the fact that balance is a part of my life, but also I'm a Libra. And that's like the whole thing with Libra is like, that's a, a scale. You're the losing symbol. me.
1: You're losing me.
0: No, I'm, I'm saying like, I've, I feel like despite having, despite knowing that it, it does make me mad that it's like, am I admitting that astrology is right by admitting that the, that balance is such an important thing in my life, such a, no. a thing that I've noticed. Like it's a no thing I'm, for you, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's but but it's funny to me. I think it's. I
1: gotcha. Yeah, I I think a lot of the things that I would see as more specific to you is that to some extent there's virtue in nature, or that nature is virtuous, and that virtue is sufficient for happiness. That a feast is enough that destructive emotions often result from errors of judgment and that we are meant to be be very in control of our reactions and actions to others or outside things.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely relate to the the destructive emotions thing. I had my angry dickhead chef arc where I would <laughs> yell at the servers and you know other people I worked with but I had to come to Jesus one day with um my front of house manager and was like hey like I know I think they they even said like I know they fucked up this and like they're I know they made mistakes, but you cannot be yelling at these girls like this. You cannot be yelling at these people, these surfers.
1: I mean, that's really good advice.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I was a fucking young asshole and sure i was the i was the only person in my kitchen that had any kitchen experience
1: you your stress to the max
0: it was it was, a, it was yeah. a pretty rough 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 part and that's not a you know a great excuse but i you know but that it, it made me reflect on like oh you're right like also i don't get paid enough to get this to emotionally this attached to you know what, what i'm doing and get this upset about it like i'm i'm adding to the stress of the the job and that That was a big part in, like, not just from work, but, like, through the rest of my life of, like, there's no,
1: you know. This this isn't the end-all be-all. I'm something outside of this. Yes, exactly. Or I don't, even if it is this way, I don't have to respond this way because I'm a Stoic in nature.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I thought.
1: So, uh, what I would argue, though, is that Stoicism would be antithetical to Satanist theory. That they, they can't be... Held simultaneously.
0: If you're going by the book, I guess. Sure. Uh, I mean, I I mean, even then, I I don't know that that's entirely true, because I feel like even in the Satanic Bible, he they talked about you know treat everyone with respect and treat everyone with sure you know give everyone the proper chance. Like if they. Uh, he- act upon you then you act back upon them you know don't treat them how you want to be treated treat them how they treat you here's my one question
1: yeah. that i feel i feel like will demonstrate my point and is it probably a bigger difference between us if as as the satanic bible says if someone smacks you across the face do you feel you should retaliate ten thousand fold
0: say yes and no the, the the feeling for sure is there I can't really speak to it because it, it's not like a thing
1: do you believe someone who trans transgresses you that you should like I, I know you you're not a pushover it's not like you're just gonna yeah. let someone infinitely steal from you right Yeah. but I don't think you have I don't think you have that, that fire. Like, I think of Stoicism as pure marble. And, and for a long time, my, my deal was like, the world is shit. We should be fire and marble. And I think Satanism might be like, m- like, and it has a little marble, but it's mostly fire, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think you lean towards uh, the marble route. I don't think, I don't think you would ever, you wouldn't want to retaliate 10,000 fold.
0: Yeah, so I mean like here's the thing too is in, uh, while you're saying that I that I just had this thought of like what what, equiv- what what is a transgression? Like the difference of what I perceive to be a transgression and what you do are probably also very different. Sure. It's like from my own personal experience there's only been a couple, like a, a small like literally like two or three times I can I can even think of in the past in my adult life that I feel like someone's gone out of their way to try to fuck me over. Mm-hmm. And most of the time you're right, like I, I the thought crosses my head, but it's the the feeling of like they've got bigger shit going on that I am not involved with like if this is the way that they're reacting then i i I feel i feel pity i guess which could be insulting i guess to them
1: yeah i think even at its most most pure stoicism would might push for even that pity shouldn't be felt that almost nothing should but i think pity opposed to retaliation is very stoic
0: I I will say for sure, I make more decisions based on logic than I do from emotional reaction. Yeah, I see that. For I've sure. known that for a long time. It's and, and it's not that I'm a fucking robot, you know, I just – I think a lot more about my actions, I think, and, and the repercussion of before acting upon – my, my thoughts and emotions.
1: So, how about this? How Can I give my criticisms? And I think they will dovetail with our conversations from the last episode. Please, and, yes. And you can respond. So, my critique would be that Stoicism is too peacefully passive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think of... I believe... Being a god or feeling that you are the god of your your own existence, life, world, whatever. That, That core fundamental belief in Satanism is that gods shouldn't be limited to reacting. They're also meant to create. And I think the part that gets forgotten a lot is they're also meant to destroy. And the part I really get frustrated with any form of like monkish thought of the the idea that all problems should be solved through meditation and definitely the concepts of stoicism is that I believe we are meant to aggressively seek to destroy the things that we find unvirtuously instead of just patiently watching them fester. I think the idea of not of just, like, reacting stoically opposed to rooting out evil. I, I think that's a problem.
0: hmm I, I don't disagree with you. You know, you got the whole, um... Damn it, I don't want to misquote it. Oh, uh, silence is violence. Yeah, sure. You know, the, uh, you know, not, not speaking up, not acting is the, you know... Just as bad as is uh, doing it.
1: See, that's what I feel. I feel like if I was a Stoic, right? I'm very, like, fiery, spicy. Mm. If I was to go full... <laughs> if I was to go full Stoic mode, I feel like I wouldn't be voicing the things that bother me enough. Or I wouldn't be appropriately angry at the things I feel myself and others should be
0: mm-hmm. you know I just had a thought related to your last point of so transgressions against myself i I don't have that many, but I do, and even when i when I do have those, it's met more with a it's it's i'll I'll move on. It's not a big deal. What I do get upset and want to, you know, return, you know, 10,000 fold with is when people transgress on people near me. Right. Like I've had multiple different occasions where I've never, I've never been there when it happens. And this is the thing that makes me fucking mad beyond words. I'm never there when it happens. Someone treats your staff. Shooting. Exactly. Yeah. And like, if I'm, if I'm there, like, I'll put my hand on your chest. We'll go out in the parking lot and I'll kick your fucking teeth in. Like we, we will, like, I will, you know, I, it, you, you don't, you don't fucking mistreat people like that. But like, when it comes to me, I don't, I, I'm fine. I know I'm fine. Like, I know, I know how I feel and how I'm reacting to, to me feeling this. What I don't know is what's going on with them and how they're reacting to this. And they – I don't want them subjected they, – they don't deserve to be subjected to that, and I know it.
1: You're – to some extent, you must feel like a, a protector at heart
0: then. Um, somewhat, I guess. That's not – that's not a – definitely not a word mean. I would ever It has use, like connotations but, of like yeah, justice. Yeah. Say,
1: but you would – if you had the choice, you would spare someone else a transgression before you would yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Because I wonder sometimes I wonder. Because I think that's overall a good trait, but I wonder sometimes why. Why people that f- may fit that don't feel like they should also spare themselves that transgression.
0: Mm. And like like I said, for for me, I feel like it's because I know. I know I'm. I'll be fine. Like I know in in a week this isn't gonna fucking. Because you're a stoic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm fucking marble dog. I'm straight up city, and you can't you can't yeah. touch this. I'm fucking MC Hammer over here. I'm so
1: drawn to that. Like I love the move, like water through uh. in your hammer pants, just <laughs> yeah. But I I just I I know I'm angry, right? It, mm-hmm. but I i feel like i feel like more anger is appropriate i feel like there would be less unvirtuous things if we all were like just a just a notch angrier you know anger is motivating it
0: for for you for some
1: yeah too much anger is often unproductive i
0: think i think there's a lot of people that don't know how to channel that anger into a f- force of encouragement and motivation i think that's for a lot of people it's such a negative emotion that they they overreact in a in a negative way yeah in a harmful way either to themselves or others whether it's you know they say hurtful things or they do hurtful things but i think for a lot of people that's that's I don't know the stats on it. I would I would bet that's probably a majority of people get that reaction I, from anger.
1: I would agree too. Yeah. So there's some other divergences we had. And I think this goes right with that. Do you feel like um do you feel like some people are meant to be hurt in the sense that Say, I mean, the easy one is, like, great, pedophiles, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's always, like, an easy go-to. But are bad people meant to – can it be a good thing to hurt bad people? Like, leaders, like, political people, leaders, uh, abusive police, like, it, it, shitty people in life, is it better to stoically navigate those people in situations, or – if in a world where there's no legal consequences, would it be better to hurt bad people? It's the, a, the, that's the old a, internet question of, do you punch Nazis or not?
0: Right. I mean, yes, but in a balanced way, I guess. Like, there's there's also the adage of, like, if you... Become the monster they are, then you're not any better than them, kind of thing. I don't know. I are you for- the-
1: yeah. Are you familiar with the concept of the sin eater?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I am. It's
1: it's the people that do bad things for the right reasons so that other people can stay innocent. Mm. And, and which is like so cheesy. I just saw it in a movie, but this is like an old theory that's been around a lot but the idea of like some soldiers go to war to commit war crimes to to root out the nazis so that other people don't have to combat them right right like i would feel very comfortable being a monster for right reasons right i don't feel like it would weigh on my uh my conscience to do very bad things to very bad people as long as i could adequately justify that action i would i don't i would have no moral qualms
0: and i i can absolutely see that in you and what i'm what i'm surprised more is that in myself i don't find the same eagerness it's not that i'm surprised that i don't find the same eagerness rather um it's more that you're just not like you don't I, have I, the bloodlust. You don't get the yeah. Thrill. I don't have the bloodlust. right. <laughs> I I feel like I could like I I I condone it. I I can see that, but I don't feel that. I feel like it would weigh on me. So I mean, there's there's definitely a thing where like justice being served is is the of course like that's that's great and and that that would feel fine. There's a certain when you have, you know, the, the ripples that, that come from that, it can get, and and hurts people around the, per, the target, you know, kind of thing. Like I, you know, like you commit war crimes, the, the, the example you gave was like, it, let's say you like bombed, a uh, dropped a bomb on a hideout where there is, the you know, a thousand Nazis. Right. Chilling. Right. And. It happens to also burn down, you know, a couple neighboring homes or something and like their families in there, like whatever, like that part, you know, like, was it for the greater good that a thousand Nazis died? Like, sure, you can absolutely make that argument, but that weight is, it's, it's a lot harder to swallow, I guess. Then the way that you, I guess, the way that the eagerness that you jumped into that.
1: Sure, no, I'm with you. All right, here, here's a question. Oh, you also have the problem of like, do you create? What about all those Nazi sons? Like, how many more? Yeah, know, and little demons are you breeding? You know,
0: that's the other one. I just saw a thing. Not, to, I might have been the Last Kingdom shit I've been watching, but there was like, you kill. You kill a hundred men, you're gonna have a hundred sons coming for, or you're gonna have three hundred sons coming for you.
1: I think, in general, that's been like one of the biggest flaws in American foreign policy, because it seems like that is never considered at all. Like a decade from now, how many other extremists did you just demon breed?
0: Like, the, yeah, yeah. Which
1: is, I mean, that's r- a really complicated question, but it seems like it's never even considered either. So, here's one of the other questions. What percentage of life experience do you think is logic thinking versus feeling? Subconscious versus
0: subconscious? Mm, That's a solid, solid question. I... You
1: have to lean towards logic.
0: I, I for sure, I lean towards logic. The percentage, though, I, I don't... No, I I like, I would like to think it's, you know, 55 thinking Hmm. 45 feeling, but, but in in reality, I feel like I've had to teach myself how to like live in the moment kind of thing. Like I, I kind of started doing it a little bit. Like one of the shittiest jobs I ever had in my life a few years ago, I was working so much that i really didn't have time to do anything but like just sleep and eat outside work and but when i did have like that one day off a week um i would spend a bunch of money i'd go out to like nice restaurants and you know my my uh, partner at the time and i we 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 would go to you know different you know uh, um shows and restaurants and museums and shit and like it would it felt Good this, because I was like spending. I was like trying to feel like I had a life, and I'm experiencing the life.
1: You're proving my point because I feel like what you're explaining isn't even that 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 wouldn't even be feeling like being right, right, yeah. That
0: that I was trying to. That was the beginning of me like realizing I'm not I'm not living in the moment. I'm not doing this, and I'm like teaching, trying to start teaching myself to do it.
1: But I don't even think being in the moment. It is related to what I'm talking about. The idea of like, do you experience reality through th- thoughtful processes? Yes. I know that, yeah, but like, <laughs> the idea of like, uh, let me explain it better. Um, even you explaining, you consciously trying to think to be more present in the moment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's That is all like a logic chain.
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true.
1: Leading to trying to feel the moment more. Yes. I I would not even consider trying to feel in the moment more what I feel like is is subconscious energy. Like, you know, spider sense shit?
0: Yeah, yeah. Where
1: you walk into a room and like two people are just arguing and you feel it.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: I'm thinking more of experiencing your reality through feelings and emotions
0: i mean that's definitely there too but the the it's logic, gotta be small yeah yeah the, the logic far outweighs it
1: so I, I don't have that much faith in reality being all that real and for a long time my like life theory was i mean it's like a great theory to justify drug use too is it's just the only thing that is real is how we feel that you're um that the the world in front of you could be matrix shit the stake could be artificial that the only thing that is real at all it is our emotion our emotions and how we feel about the world right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that's super super flawed and i i Logic's obviously so important, but part of me feels like like if I had to pick a percentage, I would say forty logic, sixty vibes, right? Mm, yeah. But I'll, but I think I I think I have to fight for it not to be ninety percent like emotion.
0: Vibes. I I absolutely can see that in you. Yes. Yeah. I think I think in. Even the way that you you use the word vibes, it's like, am I going to negate my, my, my thought of reason that this is a, you know, like uh, the thing I thought of immediately was like when we were younger, like you get in the car with strangers to go get drugs Mm -hmm. and like, like, you know, it's a bad idea, but like, you know, but, but, you know, they seem cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But if you're in tune, you can vibe that out.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: but but that that sounds like dumb and cheesy but there there's been let's say i've gotten to do i mean i know i've done thousands but if i've gotten to 100 cars with drug dealers i didn't know right i mm-hmm. i've never once been robbed in the car in that right. situation right i've seen a ton of other people get rolled i would have to say there's some level of like intuition and feeling that i knew which cars to step away from right right out of a hundred times if other people are hitting a 10 to 20 percent rob rate and i'm picking more selectively based on like very small like feeling shit there's something there i'm not you, you can't go the route where like oh i can Feel and vibe my way through (laughs) the 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 rat maze, right? But there's something to all the logic could tell you that you know you validated this source through a third party that you know you know X, Y, and Z about the situation. But if you were going to get in that car and you got the wrong feeling or like the wrong look in someone's eye, then sometimes you have to logic bend. And mm-hmm. trust the the feeling.
0: You know, just, you know, remember, kids, if you're going to get in a stranger's car to buy drugs, just check the vibes first.
1: Look people in the eye. That is, like, one of the most important things to, like... Most people can't look people in the eye. And even if you only can stomach it to get a read on someone, I feel like it goes a long fucking way. Yeah. I. It's hard to fuck someone while they're looking, while you're looking them in the eye.
0: Yeah. They, they this job has gotten me a lot better at being more comfortable with that in conversation, almost to the point where I feel like it might be more uncomfortable for the other person because I do make eye contact. That's different, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, but even, even just in conversation day to day, you know, like I have customers or whatever, like, That interlocking eye contact used to not be a thing. Like when I first started working in kitchen shit, like I remember being like, like, man, I could make so much more money as a server, but fuck having to talk to customers. Like, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to be around all these people. Like I know the small group of people back here that I work with. I don't know all those fucking people and I don't want to be out there with them. And now I couldn't feel more different. It's not entirely true. I, it's a controlled setting, I guess. So I feel a lot more comfortable in that setting, being around people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's the. I think it's also that's it's also a logic thing. Now that I think about it, because
1: you're trying to read their comfortability level to modify your actions to yeah. keep things at a better keel
0: and there is a vibe thing like you know we talked about before like me making corny fucking jokes with customers and shit and it's like i'm not doing that to everybody you know i'm picking the right person you know i'm finding you know the right the right vibe here but yeah
1: now here here's my follow-up with the uh the tale of two raccoons Mm -hmm. (laughs) the tale of two dumpsters the where i thought one can do something more of more valuable than the other through the weight of beauty right Mm -hmm. yeah do you feel like all animals are equal do you feel like all people are made equal not not made but exist equally or unequally
0: you know i was gonna say yes until you said people and it's not that i i think that (laughs) i think it's the thing that like i like animals more than i like people but we're talking, but yeah, isn't yeah, it I,
1: meritocracy? I, uh, judging on the virtue of merit, like, are, do people exist on different levels mm. of value based on what they do or don't do, how they behave, or exercise virtue in life, or other beauty, whatever?
0: I, I mean, I, I want to say no, but I, I feel like. I feel like that the, that the fact that there's hesitation in my answer, I, I, I'd I have to think about that more to give you a, a full answer. That's fair. I, I don't want to just that's fair. You know, yeah, no, no. off the cuff about that. I, I feel like that's something I, I should think about maybe more.
1: Ha- think about it. Have your people reach out to my people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We'll discuss on another day. We'll, I,
0: I, we'll, we'll catch it in the sequel.
1: Yeah, I, I strongly feel that all animals are not equal.
0: I mean, you know, I can definitely, you know, like because where do you stop with animals with like, or plankton? Well, people, the it's the as,
1: it's the know. George, isn't it? The Orwell thing or uh, Animal Orwell. House? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like to me, the idea of judging someone based on the color of their skin, right? Mm. There's tons of people that could use that thinking to justify great evils, right? That's like classic right. Hitler shit, but. I would find that extremely trivial. But I think judging people on what they do, what they made, how they existed, what they believe in, I think is severely undervalued. I right. think those things do dictate what a person is worth, what their value is. And that doesn't doesn't mean like you don't have like baseline respects of life or whatever, but it does mean I can judge people differently on who they are. And I think when everything, everyone is equal all the time, no matter what, I think that's
0: bad. I think there does, th- th- there is that, but I I feel like that hits downfalls when you start to think of what, it's perception based. So like the impact that someone has on a community is going to be different than the impact they have on, you know, a small handful of people closest to them that person's merit even if they don't you know whatever provide to you know the rest of society anything worthwhile or you know like or i i I don't know i'm, I'm trying to like i guess it all depends not on build a villain but judge. To, yeah exactly it's it's there's a lot of perception and force thing upon that because even like to judge someone by their actions sure but i don't think that has to do so much with their merit i don't think think a
1: person's behavior
0: dictates what they're worth i don't think it's that cut and dry i think to say it like that is doing is is a disservice I think there's more to – I like again, like I don't – I have the answer right away, but that, that feels hollow to me that someone's action – someone's actions is – because I, I mean I'm, I'm also – so I've been going through this myself of like I put so much worth into – so much of my self-worth into my productiveness and my actions and I'm learning – I'm trying to slowly get myself to not do that because I feel happier and I feel more mentally well when I don't do that to myself. So that also brings into the context of well what other actions like if if that's not if if what I'm doing the things that I do don't have don't contribute to my self-worth. What like where does that end? Where does that stop and end? I think there's there's gradient there that I'm I'm not I'm not there yet. I don't know. Well we could easily go
1: to the more extreme polarizing questions. But as I feel like
0: as as you are prone to do.
1: I am, but I feel like this should have a more gentle one. Let's take the the example of a guy who They're not doing anything violent or exceptionally cruel, but they're just an asshole. They just treat everyone in their lives with a little bit of disrespect, and they're very rude to everyone in their life, constantly. I would feel like they have a lesser value than the baseline human, and that in a perfect world where all thing all other things are equal or that we could accurately judge people based on that value ideally they would have i, I don't know if it'd be less voice or less um role or that that they would be appropriately minimized yeah. i'm not even advocating on that but i I would advocate that based on how they exist, that they should be worth less.
0: And, and here's the thing is, is you, when you said that, it's not, I don't inherently disagree with you.
1: You don't feel that.
0: But I, I but I can't explain why. I can't explain. I don't have the backup on why. I think it's I think not it's something an, that I've spent enough time thinking about.
1: My, my instinctual response to that would be is um that it could it, it, that is either just empathy or it is um a dissonance to because of empathy
0: mhm i'm
1: not sure i i, I guess it, you know it almost is like case specific but it feels like right, the yeah. only reason people wouldn't feel that way is because they have in overarching empathy for this imaginary person, despite their imaginary bad action.
0: Ex- yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> You're like, hey, you might be having a bad day. He could have good reason. Right. That, I mean, turn th- this around.
0: <laughs> that Those thoughts absolutely crossed my mind as like, okay, well, he appears that way whenever I see him, but, but is that always what he is? Is that always what this person's about? You know, so- you know what my thought is,
1: and I I can like feel those thoughts in the background. But my initial thought is, yo, fuck this dude.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that's the one is like, yeah, fuck that guy. And it's like <laughs> I'm not, but that doesn't. But but that being said, that doesn't mean that inherently that they are worth less than the like just someone being an asshole to you is makes them worthless to you. Obviously. But
1: isn't that all that matters?
0: I guess yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, I, I don't care. I, if I was I was looking at this from like a uh, you know we, we are we are God doing the the judging at the the end, end of it. times thing, but like
1: at, at Peter's gate. Like if uh, yeah. if there's this dude that's the best dad in the world, but he uh, every time he sees me, he spits on me, or he steals <laughs> my shit. Just this dad, this King Cobra dad just <laughs> spitting on me every time he sees me. I'm gonna want to skin gotta, the
0: snake. He's gotta he's gotta do all that stealing to get the dad energy. Yeah. The, but
1: the there's so many energy. people like that that in one facet of their lives could be great. And then in, in other or vice versa. They're terrible in so many ways, but great in one way. Like yeah. I'd imagine there's a ton of like scumbag pieces of shit that are like still great fathers
0: or yeah, vice versa
1: yeah. they're great to everyone except their kids
0: right right
1: but all that matters is how they treated me yeah
0: i see the, the definitely the individual thing like i i 100 feel the satanism thing of like treat others how they treat you like if someone else treats you with disrespect like like always always give someone the you know Benefit. The ch- the benefit of the doubt, you know, you, you give them the chance and like you treat, treat people with respect and kindness and be, be fair and whatever. And then if they are shitty to you, then you can even make that choice to like, like if it's someone you see on a regular basis, someone you work with, whatever, then you have to like interact with this person again, you can even give them another chance. Like maybe they're going through some shit, you know, maybe that's not all them. Like you don't have to be, you know, full on turn the other cheek shit, but like you can try to, you know, give them a second chance. And I think bring them in the fold. Yeah. And, and if, and if they continue to be, you know, disrespectful to you, continue to be shitty, then like, yeah, you just don't fuck that person. Fuck that, you know, fuck that guy. You don't, you don't need to, you don't need to be, you know, uh, uh, respectful back because you're being the bigger person. Just like, fuck that guy. He didn't earn it. I, I don't want
1: I don't want us to like necessarily or I hope it doesn't sound like we're belaboring. Belaboring? Or are you over labor? Is that belaboring?
0: <laughs> I think so, yes.
1: I hope we're not over belaboring.
0: <laughs> I think belaboring means like uh, um like beating around the bush. I don't think so. Like you're you're I think you're to
1: belabor. Now oh, we have to know. We Be have to labor labor. I don't want to like over drill, but I I think since we agree on so many things, I think it's ex- interesting exploring where we differ, and I feel like our last conversation drew a lot of that out, and I feel like uh, now we're kind of hammering out some of those.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was a fun. It was a fun listen. It was a fun. It thing I, to I record, was, and that's it, that's yeah. what's most important is that we had a good time discussing it and i I feel it like it's
1: infuriating for me to
0: listen to that I'm sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> and just not even in like I so much disagree with how you approach or feel about things but in more just like emotionally I feel so different and i mm-hmm. I more and more i was i was talking i talked to um John a little bit after uh, we recorded and I re-listened, and I was talking to him a little, and I just I feel like there's just such an ocean between me and even people like you who like I'm so close to and agree with on so many things. It still feels like I'm still really far away on a lot of things from a lot of people, even if it's just emotionally. Not even on like even if it's something we agreed on or our approach is just different. I emotionally feel like really strongly about a lot of things while like simultaneously not f- feeling that much. I don't know. It's, it confuses and, me.
0: Let me, let me ask you a question and I, we don't need to get into the nitty gritty and details, but do you feel like that? And I'm sure it's probably a little column A, a little column B. Do you feel like that's more of a, like, biological thing or or like a you know kind of set in genetic thing or whatever or do you think that's more from the, the nurture over nature i guess would be the question like experiences in your life that have led you to feel that way or do you think that regardless of what what you've experienced in your life that you would probably come out feeling at least somewhat like that
1: um I think like the nihilism and like a lot of apathy is like really biological yeah like, yeah from nature but I I often feel like like my memory is so shitty in so many ways but my emotional memory is really strong in the sense that I will never like emotionally forget how certain people or situations made me feel where like I might forget all of the details of what even happened or what was said or not said or how a, a thing went down but I remember how everything in my life has felt and I feel like other people are very eager or quick to forget how things felt for them and and I think by comparison it it allows me to access a lot of forgotten fuel in in ways that i feel like a lot of my feelings are emotionally justified and a lot of other people are should be and they're not like that they forgot something or, or didn't figure out how they're supposed to feel, and that they're they're starting over too fresh. I have a cat interrupting me. Of she course. finally arrived. I went to the bathroom earlier, and the light was off, and she was just laying purring on the, the bathroom floor mat for no reason, <laughs> in the dark by herself.
0: I have a... Um, I'm sorry, I, I completely started to... Uh, uh disregard what you were talking about before and start to talk about cat <laughs> stuff. Um they do that. Yeah, 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 we do that. But emotional memory.
1: Do you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I feel like everyone else forgets and I'm like the sole orator of the record of a uh, uh, of feelings felt. <laughs> um
0: No, I I mean I I feel like I <sighs> I mean, I definitely feel like I, I have that. I I maybe not on the same thing as you. I feel like I try to remember details first. But I feel like also since we did an episode where we talked about memory and like how fragile it is and how it's you know largely corruptible by your own brain. I feel like I've tried to narrow in on the feeling of things more That's because cool. that because that is a more like this rule yeah it's a much more valid way to remember things and i feel like like i don't get it's easier for me to remember details like how something made me feel than the details of why it's like i can remember i didn't like this you know even if i don't so much remember why and that's can be broken in itself, I guess, but and that's a bad example, but that's just what I came up with off the top of my head. Uh, I don't I, know. I, I guess I'd have to, that's another thing I'd have to think about more. I've never really posited too much on my, the balance of emotional memory versus.
1: Yeah. Cause my, I mean, my factual or actual memory is utter trash
0: dog but, shit.
1: Yeah. But I, I, really- <laughs> <laughs> but if we both looked at, like, our life's timeline, I I've, I feel like I could logic bend anything. And that all that really matters is how I feel about things. And if I look back on my life, I know how everything felt, like, for good or bad. And I feel like I can make the logic meet whatever, and it, it, all that kind of matters in the... The present moment is how I'm feeling about things because there's plenty of reason for for anything, and I I feel like I feel like other people like forget all the things we've already had to feel or ever everything that else has already happened, and my reactions or emotions come off extraordinarily strong, but I I feel like everyone else was like spinelessly forgetful
0: mhm it's
1: like why are we tolerating this when we have a lifetime of x y and z that we felt it's like childish i i often no, i often feel like a fucking dumb kid because i feel like no no other no other adults are like i don't know struggling with that as much
0: i i know I definitely had a phase of, it's, it's something that I've, I mean, like I, I'm going to contradict myself because I just said, I, you know, recently learned more about the fragility of memory, but th- this was long before that, where I was, I was, I felt vindicated in a way that I realized like, oh, I should trust myself more. I should trust, trust my, my memory and my recollection of things. I should trust my, you know, um, Your gut moment-to-moment thing yeah my gut too but like my moment-to-moment timeline of how i remember things happening after being in a relationship where i was absolutely gaslit into believing like like i didn't like it was before gaslit was like a term that people used a lot
1: gaslit the penjamin city you were off the penjamin
0: who's (laughs) penjamin i don't know this (laughs)
1: It's so stupid. I can't, I can't even.
0: <laughs> the, but it was like little shit that like small conversations, how things happened earlier. And they'd be like, you, you, you told me this. And like, I never said that. Like, yeah, you did. You said this earlier. Like, why, why would I say that? I didn't like what well, you did. It's like little shit like that. Just all the time though. Or like, like you did this, you it's know, emotional thing a couple, betrayal. Yeah. little shit like that. And it was like, to the point where I was like, are they – am I losing my mind or are it's they – disorienting. Yeah, absolutely. So, I feel like when when it was like discovered that like, oh no, they were just being a complete piece of trash, I it, took a lot more pride in my, you know, account uh, – my, my factual account memory kind of shit –
1: that is a great example. Something that something like that, where it's emotionally confusing, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you try to logic through something that is inherently disorienting, it, it can cause for a lot of like stutter stepping or like time spent buffering to interpret. But my, my like, whether it's right or wrong, because depending on what the disorientation was. I could easily make mistakes and I definitely have, but my like gut reaction to that is, is to like crush that a thousand times over. To be mm-hmm. like so infuriated, I would lose it or, or have to try to dissect it like right away. Cause I, I would be so fucking infuriated or fr- just frustrated.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I did, I, I, I did that multiple times and it was like, it it, it gets to the point where it, when it happens enough times that you're like, yeah. you feel, you feel tired and you're, you're like, I I guess so. Like, I don't, it's you get tired of, 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 of <laughs> what was
1: that? It's a war of attrition. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what
1: it is. I, I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. yeah it was like, and then, um, Yeah, you just kind of – but that that payoff when you realize, oh, I should have never doubted myself, and, like, it's a shame that I did, but I'll never do it again. That's all you – I mean, you take – roll with the punches, and
1: I don't know. Real quick, I got to move this cat, and then do you want to – I think we kind of got to where I feel like was a good conclusion – from last time do you want to get into some of these we got some random questions that are like the the fun abstract world defining questions it's from this uh streamer chick Ayla who does social research online mm-hmm. we kind of just took more of the more provocative questions about i don't know conscious thought or whatever but we got some fun questions you want to play with some of those
0: yeah for sure
1: All right, I'm going to piss and move a cat. (laughs) Perfect. Well, that went terribly. I just just ended up pissing on the cat. (laughs) Everything went wrong.
0: Everything that could have went wrong, did go wrong. (laughs) While you were gone, I was looking at the notifications on my phone. I get these notifications from my ring cameras, and you, it's almost always, its there's a person at your side. Nice. And it's I Ronald look,
1: McDonald. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's, it's it's this fucking cat, Jeremy, outside, rolling, <laughs> rolling around in the dirt in <laughs> the fucking driveway. J-Dog's at your side door. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so big, it's like, it's the person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, how do you want to do this? Do you want to, like, each uh like take turns picking one to pause pause it to the other
0: uh yeah absolutely i'm down with that uh okay. you go first though
1: oh fuck i did the i did the first one earlier are some human lives worth more than others okay what about at the gut level do you feel the world is safe or not safe <sighs>
0: that's such that's you can't uh instinct this is not like you're the,
1: feeling the it world or, or where you're at just is life safe or not
0: safe <sighs> at gut level i know i i It's like i want to say i want to say yes but i like the logically i feel like it's wrong i'm sorry i want to say no but logic I don't, I don't know <laughs> I, I, I i don't know um 'Cause it's it's such that's such a weird question because it's so dependent on so many factors and of, of who you are it's and where feeling. you are. It's a feeling. It's like does it it's safe for me? Um yeah, see, yeah, see, it is.
1: That that's what my answer is. The world is an unsafe place inherently, but I feel safe wherever I go.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And it's not that I feel safe wherever I go, but
1: I might be in fear. There's tons of places I've been where I'm in fear for my life, but I feel safe walking my feet on the ground.
0: I walked around downtown Toronto when I lived there for like almost the entire full, like first eight months I lived there. And like at nighttime, when it'd be like two, three o'clock in the morning and I'm walking around like going home from a friend's house with like knife in my pocket, hand on the like grip to like release the blade, like ready. Like no one, ain't nobody fucking with me. Anybody going to come up and try to mug me and shit. Like I'm, I'm not playing that. And, uh, the and then I I would see like young you know college age women like just jogging with headphones in I look past know me. and it's like what am I the, the, it's, crime doesn't happen here <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> dude Toronto downtown is suffering right now
0: I've heard that yeah there I've heard they're they're having some issues you know what when I was there they had more more um like shootings there in that year than they had in like the past like five years combined yeah and the The first two were um, Young Jeezy was in concert. (laughs) Young Jeezy was there and a a shooting broke out or a shootout broke out. And then um, the second one was like some gang shit happening in the, the fucking mall food court. Oh, that's classy. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> damn, fucking Eaton Center mall. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Have you ever seen the video online of the guy standing at the fucking mall door? And he's like, why are you closed? Why are you closed? The people, uh, the people of Toronto want to shop. Oh my God. Why are you closed? Funny. I'm pretty sure that's when that happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to
0: shop. Yeah. Give God. us the reason. <laughs> you know what? Those people that
1: stampede stores on Christmas, I'm happy for every single person <laughs> that dies. By, by being you signed
0: up for this. So this it, is the I, reason you came out Thanksgiving evening.
1: I'll make the exception that I don't necessarily want any children trampled to death, but any adult with a clear mind, I'm glad they died. I wish they were stampede by a crowd of bulls. Yeah, <laughs> fuck them. What fucking loser idiots? What
0: for a, a fucking, fucking loser. For a fucking TV. For a, a, a pair of shoes. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah,
0: it's good. They're gone. On to the next. Your question. <sighs> <laughs> it's just the one that my cursor happened to be on if you had to fuck a cow would you rather it be dead or alive it's a, it's a great question it's a super good question
1: <laughs> now there's a lot of ways to approach this one because it could be let's say you're a sexual pervert and you want to like maximize pleasure mm-hmm. there, that could be your angle for answering or let's say you're a vegan and you want to minimize the suffering of a quote-unquote lesser being, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't want them to feel the pain. So there's a lot of ways to approach. Yeah. And I'm being very vague about my answer. Um, as <laughs> <Yes>, you should. <laughs> if I had a fucking I mean, coward, I would... Um, <laughs> and it depends on how long they've been dead. Um, You, you get the choose. Okay. For the sake of the... I feel like dead only because I, dude, a cow could. I mean, I know they don't have the like rear extension of a horse, but I feel like they could break my legs. Yeah, easy. for sure. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> they're gonna for fight. no other reason out, out of survival. I don't want that thing to be a lot.
0: Yeah, no, same, same. It's like I don't. There's no reason. There's no reason for this cow to be feeling this. Like, <laughs> If, if i if i absolutely had to <laughs> all
1: right well now that we've answered that big uh life question yeah. <laughs> now that we're both on record with that one um <laughs> would you which have you planned in greater detail killing yourself or killing someone else
0: uh killing myself for sure you have never planned a murder'm uh, I've definitely thought of it.
1: You've done a little plot and little scheming, a little yeah. Home
0: Alone 2 It was one of those, like, how would – I mean, you hear all the stories of these serial killers that, like, get rid of the – how they get rid of the bodies. And that's always been the fascinating thing for me is, like, how do they get away with it for so long? <laughs> how Like, what do they do with it all? And, like, that was a thing, like, especially when I started listening to more Brother Lynch was, like, like oh, ben. that's really not a bad idea uh, is eating – the 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 body, but then you still have like but, bones and shit, and like so. Like I've thought about those kind of things, like not killing a person specifically, though.
1: And it takes a long time to eat a human. It, that's a lot of fucking meat, man. Because you have to be like in the clear for months. I, I I feel like, I mean, eating them's great and all, but you feed them to the pigs and you melt the gun. Yeah.
0: Easy, easy peasy. Easy peasy. Lemon, lemon squeezy. squeezy. <laughs>
1: there you pick. Oh, let's see here Oh, I didn't answer, I guess
0: Oh yeah, go ahead, you answer while I pick a question
1: I used to have detailed plans for myself And I even had a green beret ready to do uh, my death wishes upon uh, proof of uh, What do you call it? Proof of not life Mm -hmm. What do you call proof of not life? Um. Proof of death (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh. There's a there's another word. I'm trying to uh, whatever. But I, I had a I had a guy, a, a surgeon on standby at one point, and I had extensive plans. But I don't. I don't. It's that's been a long time ago. I I don't know what I've thought about more. Probably probably myself, but it's a, other people are a close second.
0: I feel but, like any if I have thought about killing like a particular person, if because I, I, I really can't think of a particular person that I got that I've spent time like really thinking about it. That's if I crazy. ever have the like, I can think of people in my past that I might have, but I can't recollect if I did or like even thought that or not. Um, the, I can remember
1: exact.
0: Yeah, and that that probably shows that I didn't I didn't think about yeah. it that hard. The idea of like of killing you know like I've known me my whole life I've had a lot of time to think about that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> where I think my answer
1: could skew and like this was like something I, I spent a lot of time with professionals <laughs> trying to figure out is like violent visualization because yeah, uh, depending on like where I was. That was like really difficult for me to like control because yeah. Uh I don't I don't think that's really like planning, but that's more like illness shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, here's one. What difficult or painful experience would you recommend to everyone?
1: Self mutilation easy. Because there's no wrong conclusion you could come you could take from it like th- this sounds like especially after my last last answer mm-hmm. this sounds like it's inherently a bad thing but there's only there's only two outcomes mm-hmm. right as long as as long as there's a limitation as long as the limitation is like hey I'm not doing this to die
0: right right
1: or or disfigure right mm-hmm. then the only two outcomes are going to be is that you enjoy it and you have some sort of a physical and emotional primarily release yeah that you have this mark that you now get to watch heal and become scar tissue to make you more of a person or for it to completely heal, that you gain some emotional experience or you find out you value yourself too much to ever hurt yourself that way. And I think that is like Mm. an inherently beautiful outcome also.
0: The outcome I got, I, I dabbled only because the girl I was dating at the time was was into it. That's fetish shit. It's well, in a way, it, it, it started, it's Blood di- it didn't start as that, and then it kind of became that, and then, like, but it, was, it wasn't it was a lot of it, because immediately what I realized, it wasn't so much about, like, I value myself too much, it was just like, this is, this is a burden. I don't like it, it's just not for me. It was
1: The squeeze wasn't worth the juice for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was like, I don't, it's like now, now I got to like clean up the blood and I got to, but I would, I got to put put a fucking bandaid on. And especially now in my, in my, you know, adult life, I get cut and you know, like scraped and, you know, burnt on shit enough that I, I don't need to do it for a relief. It just happens on its own. And Mm -hmm. I'm, and and then it's uh, still, it's just a burden. Now I have to wear a bandage and a glove because
1: you're not even considering i would never recommend for someone to engage in it sexually unless that was something they were both already into because that is an inherently different thing than like sitting down and choosing to harm yourself for no other reason right i would recommend everyone does that at least once at some even if it's just burning yourself with a cigarette
0: like there's something to be learned that is for sure how it started out for me it was just like uh, you know this is why i do it you know it's a release it's Mm. you know it works for me like and i was like that's even at the time i was like that seems wild but like sure i'll try it and it was it just i got nothing i got nothing from it besides it was
1: but don't you think getting nothing from it still getting quite a bit
0: um, in that learning that nope, this isn't for me, yeah. I mean, but sure, you wouldn't
1: want to ever harm yourself that way,
0: it, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't even for that. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't want to harm myself that way, but I feel like the connotation of that is like, like you said earlier, is like the value I don't, I don't, I value myself too much to hurt myself that way. It's like that's not what it is at all, it's just like it was. It was just annoying. did it, it's, it's it sounds like you haven't had the experience. <laughs> I, I guess yeah. I guess not. I get, I didn't get the proper.
1: Well, the proper. I highly, you know, I highly recommend it. What the, what's your answer?
0: I'll put on some fucking MCR <laughs> and hit it up. Um, <laughs> the, hit up a Razor you? Cabinet at the fucking Walgreens. <laughs> um, the um, I I mean like I'm always on record of saying I think everyone should do a year in the the service industry for you know. You know, at least at least a, you know, year back a house, year fr- uh, a six months back a house, six months front a house. I think that should be a, a requirement for everyone. My whole life's of service. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do it anymore. It's a service that I'm alive for all of you to enjoy. Um,
1: <laughs> Honestly, the, I don't think that's like a. I mean, it's impractical, but it's like. Pr- I think most people would benefit from that. Yeah,
0: I absolutely. I think so many people would benefit from that. I think it's just giving you a perspective on human, your, your interactions with other people. I don't, I don't, I mean, it is a, it is a somewhat difficult and painful experience with it. I don't feel like that's the, the, the heart of the question.
1: Well, even you can even expand it to like spending a certain amount of time in any other person's perspective.
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I mean, it really, that's kind of like the heart of empathy, right? Is like putting yourself in people's shoes and like really like, not just like a little bit, but like really trying to feel it out, like really trying to understand why someone feels and thinks and acts the way they do. And it is, I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy because you're, you don't know that you don't, unless you've exactly experienced those same things, then you don't, know how other people react to things and you can only like discuss that and you know feel that out from other people but in it is a good mental activity to do that though i i I feel like that's a very healthy thing to do
1: yeah all right can can someone be both a kind person and also have the exact opposite of your political views
0: oh for sure i i know a lot of them they're and they're customers of mine sure and they're they're generally kind people and i had one of them not that long ago came in and just out of nowhere was talking about how there's people out front asking her to sign a petition for some some liberal something or other and right and was going off about it, and then was like, "What? Well, how's your week, Ben?" And it's like, "All right." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, don't, "I can't sit here and get into politics with you. I work here." <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> now, now here's the thing: is people that disagree with things we believe mm-hmm. could, obviously can be kind, but I do think depending on what the belief is,
0: right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Their kindness is irrelevant. Yeah, and that just because someone's kind doesn't mean they're not. A piece of shit.
0: Yeah, you get all the all the church going people that go into uh, restaurants on Sunday after after church and you know fucking scream at waitstaff. That's that's just a known thing. It's just a it happens. It's a it's a huge concern among people who work Sunday shifts at restaurant. You'd ask any server, they'll tell yeah. you the fucking old church crowd people are fucking bastards. Definitely.
1: All right. Do each one. To- Do we each want to pick two more?
0: Yeah, that sounds good. There's this one and there's another one that's kind of similar. If you could press a button that would make you feel deeply and permanently that everything was okay, would you? Assume that you'd remain functional in the world.
1: Man, that's really hard because, I mean, I've spent so much of even this episode talking about how important anger and and emotion in general is to me um but i think now i might not push that button for good reasons Mm -hmm. but for most of my life and the addict in me would be so very tempted to push it i very well might like i i could easily have taken uh Taking the deal in the matrix where you choose the the fake steak.
0: Yeah. I, I was gonna say there's another question that's very similar to this that says, if you could, would you wirehead? I.e., hook yourself up to a hypothetical machine that makes you totally and eternally happy and satisfied.
1: Oh, I've done that. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that heroin? <laughs> yeah.
1: Just, just hook up an IV bag in your living room and drip drop to sleepy land. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is you have to go feed the machine. You're literally on a little. Uh, so it's not eternal. It should be, but it's not. You you literally have to go on quests every day to feed the machine.
0: Mm-hmm. That that that's I, I think the uh, that's a, a prototype to what we're talking about in the question
1: here. Yeah, if you yeah. had the fully functioning, yeah, fully
0: functioning, <laughs> what would you do? The, the the never ending never ending gobstopper of heroin. Yeah,
1: <laughs> what would you do?
0: I don't think I would. I don't don't think think I would, would which is interesting that I I feel that way. I think because so much of what we've, what I've discussed in the last two episodes has been how important to me, the, my comfort and the comfort of the people around me is. And if I was under the assumption that everyone's, everything's cool, like that's the, the goal, right? Yeah. But I feel like, in knowing that i'm pushing the button and it's going to be false that that robs everything even if i even if i wouldn't remember it afterward i feel like i'm depriving myself
1: you know i think ultimately i probably would press the button even knowing that it likely would be a mistake mm-hmm.
0: which i i can't even be judgmental on that because i it's too tempting yeah yeah absolutely in the garden of eve right yeah that's i mean that's a whole plot point in uh naruto actually (laughs) uh you know the the there there's a whole new order kind of thing where they're going to put everyone in under the illusion under a hypnotism the genjutsu that they are that the world is a peaceful happy place and they're living out the life that they want with the people they love and But actually, they're like in pods connected to a tree, and it's like, (laughs) no, that's wrong, because it's not real. Have you
1: ever had what you would consider to be a spiritual experience? If so, what was it like, and what effects did it have on you? (laughs) That's funny.
0: It is, because you're going (laughs) to – it's a very funny story. (laughs) When I was probably, I was I had to have been thirteen, I guess. Was I this the spiritualist. It was it was the closest I ever felt to God. I was listening to the Insane Clown Posse. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, and it was their. It was right after the 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 six Jokers card, the Wraith Shangri La came out, and there's a huge <laughs> reveal at the end of that album that the car the the you know they talk about the Dark Carnival. Yeah. They've been talking about him for like you know 15 years or so, and at the very end of that album, they they reveal that the the Carnival is God, and we've always been behind him. <laughs> Uh, Or the the truth is we follow God, we've always been behind him. The carnival is God, and may all the juggalos find him. And it was like, oh, like this. That can
1: hit hard after as a kid after you followed album after album.
0: Yeah, and honestly, that I would say that album and the album that came after at Hell's Pit were the two best albums they've ever made. Um, just in like production levels, like quality of like verses, it was just, they're very that to this day. I would back them. Up, I would back those albums up and say they're good rap albums, but like the crescendo happens like right then it's like a really well-produced piece. And like, I was feeling it in the moment and it was like, I'm into this. Like I can, I can, I can feel it Cause it's not like, you know, this is Jesus and the, you know, whatever, but it's like, this is the version of God that I can follow and I can feel and like, I can relate to because it's, it's something that I already relate to. So that, that was the, the, the biggest spiritual thing that I can think of in my head of like, I guess it's not the being the, the religious is a little bit different than spiritual, but that's probably, that's probably it. That's the funniest one, I guess.
1: No, I while I remain skeptical about the quality of those albums, I very, <laughs> I very much understand what you mean because I I've had a ton of spiritual experiences and a lot of them later in life, were with music, I'm kind of you no drugs ever got you there?
0: Uh, no, that's no.
1: wild because you were into some psyche stuff before I was.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like I did it a lot though. Like I've only had a few experiences with like psychedelic shit, really, and they were <sighs> You ever
1: took a hero's dose and bonked out the Benjamin City <laughs> straight up the coil city Did a roundabout on the
0: turnaway tunnel uh no no what they. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is that story about driving by the Gorilla Glue factory that we've never told on the podcast before on purpose. I
1: don't really remember it that well. I know it was funny, but I don't. It, I, don't my, I don't. I mean, really... even
0: my recollection of it is bad for <laughs> for certain reasons. And we can get into, We can save that for another time. I'd rather. I'd rather. I just leave
1: feel that. like it's probably not good for an audio medium. But maybe you remember something a lot more than I do.
0: I mean, do you want me we'll to tell there. it now?
1: No, we'll get there. <laughs> we we'll we'll get, get there one of these days. <laughs> Yeah, I've had a ton of spiritual experiences. Uh I mean, especially as a kid growing up in a church where I like really believed. Uh that was like huge. And that's why I was such a big betrayal later and then drugs for sure. Um I've had quite a bit like dead sober, like meditative shit, like just understanding something that I didn't emotionally before even like love relationship stuff i feel like i've had a ton of spiritual experiences but i will say i've felt really dead spiritually for a long time now where it doesn't feel like there's really going to be many of more of those moments for me
0: Mm -hmm. i feel like because i i I also kind of feel that way but i it's I wouldn't say so much that I feel dead spiritually but it's more that that feeling is something else now it feels more familiar. Yeah, there's like a nature kind of feeling that's there of like um I don't know when things like work out in your favor or like just kind of like chance odd kind of things like <sighs> Like those elicit that kind of feeling of like oh something like you know I always joke like oh the gods are in our favor it's like the 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 gods are the gods are watching over us kind of thing you know ironically but it's it's that's probably the closest thing that I feel to that spiritualism now is it's it's kind of ironic and it's kind of funny but
1: I know what you mean yeah I. I don't. It shouldn't. It it just does sound sad. But I feel like I've changed. Where like I used to feel those things a lot, and I no longer feel them. Mm -hmm. Some a ton of that's like youth and innocence and like losing those things. Like I think you're supposed to have less of them as you get older into adulthood. But Mm -hmm.
0: as the illusion fades,
1: yeah. But I don't think they're supposed to go away either. right? and I definitely have some mourning of not feeling that but
0: you could argue though that because you don't have them as often that It'd be meaningful yeah they're more meaningful
1: but I don't have them at all and I feel like the people that don't have them at all they're it's normally for like serious or bad reasons and then mm-hmm. like the people that do have them sparingly as like midlife crisis shit yeah. Like, I, I feel like my beliefs have, which I believe are extremely valid, but I'm in a place where I'm at odds with new spiritual experiences, which, honestly, I think is good, but it sucks. Yeah. You know, like, those, even if the spiritual experience is an ignorant experience, falsely believing the words of... uh a liar on a pulpit or um, taking a drug that gave you a a temporary feeling of understanding that the next day or two you realize was just, just another high or whatever. Those things, even if they aren't real or they aren't valid, it feels good.
0: Mm. Not
1: having that, those feelings does suck. But I think for the most part, Spiritual experiences are not a good thing. Feeling connected to other people or things like that can, oh, definitely often qualify as spiritual experiences, but I think it is inherently not the same. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Final questions?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, what do you think enlightenment is?
1: I feel like what I think it is probably... Is more, is probably not the best definition, but I think of it as like peace. Like feeling enlightenment to me would almost be like pure stoicism. And as like tempting as that is, and as much as I would like enlightenment or, or pure peace, it is also simultaneously not what I want.
0: That's fair. What do you think it is? I don't think it's that much different than than yours. I, I think the understanding, yeah, yeah, an understanding of. I think more more than an understanding, uh, an acceptance, mm. an acceptance of sorts of, of of many things, but but more so of yourself, I guess, of mm. your own place, your own abilities, inabilities. I think having that is, is in, in coming to terms with it is what I would consider enlightenment of, of, I mean, if you could, I like the idea. I think the flowery idea of becoming one with the nature around you and, and shit like that. And and like, becoming the one you know with everything i feel like that sounds very cool but i feel like it's because it's so it feels so spiritual it's like it doesn't feel real it's it, it not real enough that it is practical i think the idea of like what the what we can obtain from life if like we look at it finding finding the the if you can answer your own meaning to life thing like you know like there's not there's not a one answer it's it's for every every person has their own different answer if you can find your answer that you're happy with i feel like that's if it's not enlightenment it's at least a a major step there yeah all
1: right, last one. You can make a designer baby. Would you rather optimize it primarily for intelligence, or happiness slash optimism?
0: That's ex- an extremely difficult question. Mostly because I see in my my own my own flesh and blood, my niece. She is wise beyond her years she is extremely intelligent and she appears to be happy but there is definitely something that i see in her that she knows too much about the world at her age and it's extremely stressful Mm -hmm. and i i feel I feel bad. I'm. Um, it, it bothers me that she has to, f- that she feels that way, that she knows what she knows at such a young age. And it's, but yet it's still, it makes me happy because I know that she, she will come to terms with it sooner and will be a stronger person long run because of it is what, I guess what I hope. Yeah. There is definitely truth in the, you know, there's, um, ignorance is bliss thing i th- i think if you can if you're if you don't know about the problem that there that there is a problem with something then why would you be bothered by said problem that being said i i feel like i would go for intelligence
1: yeah yeah first off i would like to just take a second to appreciate that we're finally designing babies i mean that's so cool
0: designer babies this one's a louis vuitton (laughs) you can see the 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 um the logo marks i'm just happy pattern logo marks
1: i'm just happy we can get rid of all these dumb babies okay because this is rad we're making designer babies yeah (laughs) optimism don't give a fuck i don't need optimistic (laughs) Happy people, I could even give a fuck less. What we need is smart people. So I am going to gear up this dumbass baby stats all the way to super smart, super sad. I don't care how miserable they are. If we keep them miserable, they'll work harder, okay? So we're bumping the smartness up and we're putting this baby right to work in the lab. This is going to be the genius baby that solves everyone else's problem. It could be our little sin-eating designer baby. That's my answer. Final answer: million dollars.
0: I mean, I feel like I feel like there is there is happiness that you find in 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 the intelligence too of like, especially as an adult. I feel like there are the the wins feel better when it's when you know that
1: because you can really rub them in the stupid
0: people's faces. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm right there with you. <laughs> you know, th- those kind of things are. Those, those, that feeling—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not lost on me for sure. Um, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's getting, getting through the trudgery of dealing with. I mean, it's part of the reason I I left Florida, was so many of the people that I worked with and interacted with, I felt like I couldn't have too many Floridians, a, a solid, <laughs> you know, intelligent conversation with that like went deeper than. Like when it starts to get into like deeper feelings and emotions, people would back out, and it was like, "I can't." Why? Why can't we talk about this?
1: Why is everybody so stupid? And here? Why is everyone so fucking dumb?
0: On? Yeah. Why
1: well, there's so many Floridians in Florida drinking Jesus. all that
0: crocodile piss in the water? Gives you that dino brain. <laughs> well,
1: I, th- I think it's good chill talks.
0: Yeah, um, we got some big
1: stuff ahead. I don't. I don't want to say anything yet because we have a. Uh, fluid schedule um because i'm gonna be gone for a week and we're juggling a couple things we got i don't understand what the fuck happened or why but i I have no idea who listens to this podcast but apparently people have been and it's super appreciated we've uh we've always like really been opposed to like ads or shitty things of that nature so it's if you guys can uh, fucking uh we need iTunes likes and just telling people it's super appreciated.
0: I th- make make a fake. Get a couple email addresses. You know you got old ones you don't use anymore, but you know you could probably <laughs> log into them because you use the same fucking password. It's just like voting. You have to scam the system. Yeah, multiple votes. Absolutely. Use the power that the internet has provided you with and rig the system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but seriously, I don't know. It, the support lately has been super cool. So I just want to say I appreciate that, and we got we got some cool stuff ahead for sure. And I think think that calls it a night. It's yeah. like
0: uh, 4
1: a.m. right now.
0: It's pretty pretty fucking crazy, Stephen. I I do want to read. I have a, I have a passage for you. I, would like, I le- would like you to hear. Of course. I was going to suggest
1: we finish with the Serenity Prayer, but I guess we can do a quote.
0: No, no, this is this is better. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Take the words for what they are: a dwindling mercurial mm-hmm. high a drug that only worked the first few hundred times. And that's the thing about illicit affairs and clandestine <laughs> meetings and stolen stairs They show their truth one single time, but they lie and they lie and they lie a million little times. That was pretty. I like that. Actually. Great American poet or Taylor Alison Swift. I think that's a poet. That is Taylor Alison Swift. I fucking hate three and O. I I hate this.
1: I, you know where she lost me was the clandestine affairs. I thought that was too sophisticated for her. But I'm just constantly learning about all the interesting little facets of Taylor Swift on this show.
0: Yep, that's uh, that's the, the service I can provide you with, Stephen, as I am learning about them as well.
1: I actually like that. That's very funny. Right? I
0: thought you would like that. Why, Th- why that was, I hate that her was, so much? That was specifically chosen for you by a, a friend of mine and listener to listener of the show. That's a good
1: one. She fooled me, and I give you. I mean, she, to
0: be fair, she's picked all of the ones that were the both of the ones that were Taylor Swift ones so far. Oh, God damn, she's it. my Taylor Swift expert.
1: She, um, she's the resident expert.
0: Yeah, the resident expert on Taylor Swift.
1: That's uh, uh, maybe we need to have her on for a conversation and get to the bottom of why I hate her so much because I have a feeling. This is a, a bit of a judging a book by its cover. I think it's exactly judging, what it is, Stephen. I think if you listen to
0: more Taylor Swift, you would come to find that you actually I would enjoy Taylor Swift.
1: I don't think so. I, even if I like the lyrics, I think I would be judging the song by its sound. And I feel like that's a pretty good reason to judge a song.
0: That uh, That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good reason to judge an audio medium. I can't even – I can't fault you on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, i enjoy this is fun man i hope uh hope you have a good rest of the night i guess i guess we'll get on out of here
0: huh hell yeah thanks again for listening everybody thank you to approaching human for the use of his music you can find his work on soundcloud at approaching dash human thanks sean we need to get him
1: back on soon Fuck too. yeah we do we got a bunch of people it's so fucking hard to organize people i'm l- if I have to make a plan with two other people, I feel like I'm going to die.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> seems impossible. like so much. <laughs> We're
1: like terrible at
0: that. To point. get a plan with two other grown adults. <sighs> hey, do you have this night free? No. How about this one? Still no? How, yeah. about, how about a month from now? Maybe? That okay, point. I'll take it
1: yeah it's at that point I start putting ammo in something because I'm freaking out I can't stand that <laughs> shit
0: oh my god make sure to check out the show page at Trash Cats Trash Cast on Instagram for news and arts from the show check out Facebook for the memes for the memes if you're super
1: bored you can check out my trash shirt on Instagram at Skyzix S K Y Z A C X, working on uh, something new I just sent it to Ricky beforehand I think it. I think it's gonna be really cool okay. um,
0: got some people stealing babies over here in this artwork
1: the baby snatchers the baby Hannah. snatchers the baby
0: snatchers
1: yeah, uh, shouts out to Shaq.
0: <laughs> yeah, shouts out to Shaq. <laughs> shouts out to my boy Shaq Diesel. Taylor Swift. I'll hit you um, up later, dog.
1: You know, all the great artists of our generation. Shouts out to all of them,
0: and uh, we got the cool stuff on the way, we'll see you guys next week. That's going to be all for us today. Stay classy, eat trashy. Go fast, eat trashy.